0: Hello, this is Dr. David Friedman, host of To Your Good Health Radio. According to the American Psychological Association, chronic stress is linked to the six leading causes of death, heart disease, cancer, stroke, lower respiratory disease, accidents, and suicide. Approximately 80% of all doctor visits are from stress-related issues. Also, with stress comes overeating, which of course contributes to the factor of obesity. And many experts call stress the worst health epidemic of the 21st century. Joining us today is dr bradley nelson author of the best-selling book the emotion code he's going to share tips on how we can identify and release trapped emotions that could be fueling our daily stress don't go anywhere it all starts now it's to your good health radio with number one best-selling author and renowned wellness expert dr david friedman changing lives just for the health of it Our next guest is a veteran holistic physician considered one of the world's foremost experts on natural methods of achieving wellness. He's trained thousands of certified practitioners worldwide to help people overcome physical and emotional discomfort by releasing their emotional baggage. I had the privilege of interviewing him on the show after he published his 2007 best-selling book, The Emotion Code, which has since sold more than 175,000 copies. He recently launched a brand-new revised and expanded edition of this holistic health classic. Welcome to the show, Dr. Bradley Nelson, author of The Emotion Code, How to Release Your Trapped Emotions for Abundant Health, Love, and Happiness. So great to have you back with us, Doc. thank
1: (laughs) Thank you, Dr. Friedman. Great to be back.
0: Yeah, as I shared in the intro, you know, stress really fuels a lot of diseases, and it can lead to even a premature death. Share with us how someone's emotional health can affect the physical body like that.
1: Well, you know, the fascinating thing about these bodies of ours is that they are made of energy, really. Uh, If you talk to a quantum physicist, he'll tell you that without, uh, without batting an eye. If you look at your hand, that hand looks pretty solid, but if you magnify that hand a million times or more, you eventually are looking at an individual atom. And uh, if you look inside the atom, you see there's really nothing in there, just empty space and some little infinitesimally tiny energies that are zipping around at the speed of light. And that's really what we are ultimately, is beings of energy. Well, what we have found is that uh, when you experience intense emotion, when you're feeling an intense emotion of, anger or grief or sadness or resentment or whatever it might be, uh, on a quantum level, what we believe is going on is that uh, that emotion is really being felt as a vibration, as a frequency of energy. And this is the reason why sometimes uh, when you go through an intense emotional event, uh, when the event is over, when the bully moves away or the divorce is finalized or you quit that job and get a better job, you are carrying with you sometimes uh, what we often refer to colloquially, uh, colloquially as uh, emotional baggage. You know, Usually we say things like, oh, that, some, that person has a lot of emotional baggage, not really realizing that we all have emotional baggage. But we now know what that emotional baggage is. It's actually the energy from those emotional events that gets trapped in the body. And because our bodies are literally made of energy, um, these emotional energies can have uh, a huge impact on us mentally and emotionally and uh, physically as well.
0: Yeah, it's interesting how, you know, I brought up how so many diseases are stress-related, and most people say, I thought it was poor diet genetics, virus, bacteria that causes sickness. How do people determine if physical symptoms are related to emotional causes? Is there a way we can tell?
1: Well, what we have found is absolutely Stunning. And that is that 90% of all the physical pain, the physical discomfort that people have, is actually due to their emotional baggage. Think about that. It's, uh, it's really an unbelievable thing. And this is the reason why I wrote the Emotion Code in the first place, is because this is, what I was, this is what I was seeing in my own practice. People were coming in to see me with all kinds of different conditions, mental, emotional, physical, people of all ages people with named to diseases, uh, people who are suffering from depression, anxiety, phobias, panic attacks, PTSD, eating disorders. And, of course, most of the people that I saw were actually suffering from some kind of physical pain. And what I found was that these people all had something in common. No matter what they were suffering from, no matter what their complaint was, they were carrying emotional baggage, and that emotional baggage was manifesting in their life as some kind of symptom. And so what we found was that when we would remove that emotional baggage, when we would release that trapped emotional energy, the symptoms would change dramatically. And sometimes uh, the pain or discomfort would disappear in some cases instantly, completely and permanently. And so this is an amazing thing that, um, that we now are uh, finding uh, is universal. everyone uh, that we have worked with, all the people that we've trained all over the world are finding out that um, uh, this isn't a unique thing to the west. it's uh, uh, it's something that everyone develops. We all have emotional baggage. And we call these uh, we call this emotional baggage as we we refer to them as trapped emotions. And right. a trapped emotion is literally, Uh, a little ball of emotional energy that's invisible. You can't see it, kind of like we can't see electricity. But um, finding and getting rid of these can literally change your life.
0: And not getting rid of them can actually destroy your life. I, I, I believe that our thoughts create our actions. I read an interesting article, and we'll get your feedback on it. A man that was diagnosed with terminal cancer, given six months to live. And it's amazing, Doc, how, how medical doctors can determine when somebody terminally ill is going to die, because exactly as predicted, this man died in six months. And after his death, they discovered they misdiagnosed him. He didn't even have cancer. So a healthy man died because his mind believed it would happen. And the opposite can also also occur when someone sick believes they can get better, right? How can people tap into this emotional mindset and go against the doom and gloom of modern medicine?
1: Well, you know, the fascinating thing about uh, these bodies of ours is that they are capable of almost unlimited healing. But the problem is our emotional baggage is a huge impediment. In or, uh, that's in the way of us actually getting well, it also is a, a huge underlying cause of continual stress for us. And you were talking in the beginning about how important stress is, how damaging stress is, how stress is at the root of so many illnesses. What we have found is that every disease process that we have seen in 30 years of working with people all over the world now, every disease process that we've seen, and that includes cancer and everything you can think of, every case has had emotional baggage or trapped emotional energy as an underlying cause. And so this is something that Western medicine is missing so far, but we have more and more physicians all over the world who are attending uh, events of ours that are learning about this and learning about the energetic part of our makeup and learning how to work with and remove this emotional baggage. And, you know, the fascinating thing is it's it's really such a simple process that anyone can learn the emotion code. Anyone can get rid of their own emotional baggage or work on uh, family members, loved ones. Um, one of my favorite stories was a, a young boy, 11 years old, who worked on a friend of his at age 11 who had had a terrible phobia of water all of his life and um, one session by just releasing a couple of trapped emotions that 11 year old boy was able to fix his friends phobia that everyone else that they had, had taken him to had had failed at right.
0: um,
1: so uh, it's an amazing process it's simple enough for kids to learn it but uh, getting rid of that emotional baggage is such a huge important step to actually lowering your stress level, because, I mean, think about it this way. Um, Think about the times when you were a kid and you cried yourself to sleep at night, or maybe you were bullied, or maybe your parents went through a divorce, or maybe you went through a divorce, or maybe you've been through several, or maybe you've been through a lot of relationship breakups, or maybe you had a death in the family. All the emotional energy from those events uh, has created a certain amount of emotional baggage for you that now is exerting a certain amount of pressure and influence on you, and it's diminishing your life, and it's interfering with your ability to really manifest the life you're capable of. So when you start to remove that baggage, you start feeling lighter, and at a certain point, it's almost like stepping out of this old skin you've been walking around in into this new state of being, uh, into this state where you're much closer to... uh, to what you really are capable of being and becoming. And um, it's a beautiful process and simple and, uh, and easy. And that's the most exciting thing about this to me, is that, um, is that anyone can actually do this. Now, of course, we have practitioners all over the world. You can go to discoverhealing.com and find someone to work with you. And it works at a distance, too, which is amazing. And it also works with animals, which is one of the most profound and powerful uh, Aspects of this work. In fact, we have people around the world who just specialize in removing emotional baggage from animals, and we see that it is the most effective method for helping animals that are dealing with physical or some kind of behavioral problem. Uh, getting rid of their emotional baggage more often than not will just take care of those problems. Uh, it's really quite stunning. Yeah, I'm, so, so I'm, I'm signing, up, signing up. I'm signing up my people. cat.
0: So, Mike I want to know where I can sign my cat up. This thing is neurotic <laughs> hyper scared skittish <laughs> where do I sign yeah.
1: <laughs> we've got hundreds i mean we have we've got about six thousand uh unsolicited testimonials now from people all over the world and um and quite a number of them are about animals about cats for example dogs horses we've got quite a few about cats that had the same kind of issues that you're talking about with your cat. And when you find that emotional baggage, you know, maybe something happened when the cat was a kitten or who knows, maybe Mm -hmm. in the first year or two of the, of the cat's life, maybe before you even got the cat or who knows, it was a rescue cat. You can find that emotional baggage.
0: Yes. You can
1: find that emotional baggage and you can release it. And, um, it all has to do really with the subconscious mind, you see, because the subconscious mind of a human being, uh, as well as the subconscious mind of an animal knows exactly what's going on with, um, with that individual, uh, and knows exactly what emotional baggage exists. And, uh, it's really an incredible thing. Um, mm-hmm. there are many, many stories about, uh, about animals and children in the, uh, in the emotion code book. And of course the books available at bookstores and Amazon, et cetera. But, um, you know, your listeners can actually get a the first couple of chapters for free to try out if they want to go to um, EmotionCodeGift.com, emotion com. they can
0: try Fantastic. out the first
1: couple of chapters and see what they think. And then, That's uh, great.
0: Let me ask you this, when it comes to emotional baggage and stress, it's really subjective depending on the person, right? I mean, somebody's idea of a 10 level stress would be a laughable one on a 10 scale for others. What can people do to help lower their perception of a stressful situation? I think that's what it is. It's our perceived stress. I don't think it's really stress, but it's like, you know, I had one person, a uh, patient of mine, he's a mellow guy. He says, why are you back in an sir?" I don't know. Could it be because I hit this uh, big uh, bear? I said, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, I'll, let me show you. And he pulls this video out and he shows me a video. He hit a bear in his car and and the bear went and mm-hmm. went to attack him. And he's saying this to me like it's nothing. Me? I'd be like screaming, this bear tried to attack me. You know, my point is that for him, that was not stressful. <laughs> How do we deal with, with wow. making things a little bit less? Yeah, and he showed, if he didn't show me the video, I, I would think he was kidding because he said it so softly. Well, this bear tried to attack me. I'm like, yeah, right.
1: He goes, oh, let me show you. <laughs> well, that doesn't happen every day. No. Well, there are some things that you can do. Um, one of the things that you can do if you're feeling really stressed out, uh, You can reach out and take action to help others. That takes the focus away from you, and it enables you to turn the the lens around so that it's not pointed at you and all your trouble. Instead, it's pointed at somebody else who needs you. You can also practice choosing your emotions. Now, most people have this mistaken belief that our emotions choose us, that we're at the mercy of whatever emotions we tend to start feeling. But the reality of it is, no matter what the circumstances we always choose our own emotions. We choose our feelings. And we can choose different emotions. It takes practice, but it can be done. And, you know, we say things that are kind of silly um, that reveal this mistaken belief. Like we say things like, um, oh, you know, that he made me so angry or she made me so upset. But nobody can make us angry or upset. We, we choose, to, we choose you know, our reaction. Now, another thing that you can do is you can actually count your blessings, and this sounds kind of trite, but if you actually make a list of the things in your life that are actually good, uh, it can change and shift your reality. Uh, It can seem like everything is bad in your life and you don't have any good things going on, but if you think about it, you probably do. There's one other thing that I want to mention about this, about um, reducing stress, you know, when people die and they go to the other side and they, they survive, they're resuscitated somehow and they come back, one of the things that they often say is that they're asked how much love they were able to develop for their fellow beings in this world. And I'll tell you something that I really, truly believe. When you silently say to someone, I love you, they pick that up subconsciously. There's an energy transfer that goes on. They pick that up. Their subconscious mind understands that. And if you want to shift how you feel, the fastest, most powerful way to do that is to just walk through the mall or walk around wherever you are, or just look at people and silently say to them, I love you and really feel that it will mm-hmm. shift you faster than you can even imagine. 60 seconds go by and you'll, be, you'll, you'll have forgotten all about how depressed you were.
0: Yeah, that's great. I know in Chapter 8 of your book, Emotion Code, you talk about something I've always been fascinating about, how the human heart is a storehouse of our memories and emotions. And you mentioned people that get heart transplants often see changes in their personality and start actually having the same interests that the donor of the heart used to have. And you coined the term heart wall in this chapter. Tell us about the heart heart wall.
1: Well... Back in the 1960s, uh, when doctors started doing heart transplants, it didn't take long before people started coming back and reporting strange things, like their taste in music or food or sports had radically changed, or they would have memories of being places that they, know that they knew they had never visited. Uh, sometimes they would report that their handwriting had totally changed. And in every case, when they were taken to the family of the donor and connected with them, they would say, well, oh yes, that's our son's handwriting that you have, how strange is that? Or yes, our daughter visited those places that now you have memories of, how strange is that? Um, so there are whole books written about this, it's called Cellular Memory. Right. Well, anciently, the ancient societies believed the heart was the seed of the soul, the source of love and creativity and romance and so on, and even today, on Valentine's Day, if you're lucky, somebody will give you a heart-shaped box of something good, right? Right, right. And so the, these, these are I, really ancient ideas about the heart. Well, in the West, uh, we've discounted any of those ancient beliefs, just looking at the heart as a muscular pump, and that's really all it is. But, um, but now uh, scientists are starting to show that um, the heart is apparently much, much more, and that the ancient peoples apparently were right. Uh, when you're feeling love or affection for another person, for example, your heartbeat will become measurable in their brain waves. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. Yes, exactly. It's really amazing. And so what we have found is that when you feel like your heart is gonna break, and most people have felt that at one point or another in their lives, you feel like there's an elephant sitting on your chest or like you're choking, like you can't Mm -hmm. breathe. When that's happening to you, and you feel like your heart is gonna break, your subconscious mind will put up a wall around your heart, and that wall is an invisible wall made from layers of your emotional baggage, literally from your trapped emotion. And so that can be a very appropriate uh, response by your subconscious mind when you feel like your heart is going to break. It's like moving your heart into a bunker. But the problem is when the bully moves away or the divorce gets finalized or you quit that terrible job and get a better one, your heart is still living in a bunker. And so now you're spending the rest of your life going through life with your heart Um, In a bunker, essentially, uh, your heart now is is behind this wall of your emotional baggage. This is a totally invisible thing, Um, but what happens is when people have a heart wall, it makes it harder for them to connect with other people. It makes it easier to feel negative emotions, harder to feel positive emotions. It makes it harder for people to really fully connect, to fully, really feel love Um, and also give love. So when we remove that wall, when that wall is taken down, and this is all um, in one of the chapters in the Emotion Code, uh, it's not uncommon at all for people to fall in love who never thought they would. Not uncommon for people to to start having creative ideas start to flow spontaneously like they've never felt them before, because the best ideas that you'll ever have are actually going to come from your heart, not from your head. Because really, the heart is a second brain, and it's everything that the ancients believed it to be. If we have time, I can share one amazing story with you about this. Yeah, go ahead. Great. There was a woman who came in to see me many years ago, uh, not long after we discovered this phenomenon of the heart wall. And uh, she came in because she had neck pain. And she'd seen a couple of other doctors for the neck pain, but it wasn't getting any better. So she came to see me, and as I was talking with her, she told me that she was 38 years old. She was a nurse. And she had not dated in eight years. She was single, and she was going to stay single. Uh, She was never going to date again, and she was going to die single. And she was an attractive uh, person, and I said, well, why do you feel this way? Uh, What made you feel this way? And she said that eight years before, she was really deeply in love with this guy who dumped her and broke her heart. So I tested her and found she had a heart wall. And so using the emotion code process, we were able to release three emotions, three layers of emotional baggage, if you will, from, uh, that were making up this energy wall around her heart. When the last emotion was gone, um, suddenly the neck pain was gone completely, and uh, she left the office feeling totally fine and didn't come back for three months. And when she came back in, I remembered her immediately, and I said, hey, I haven't seen you for a while. How are you? She said, you know, my neck has been fine since I was here. But she said, you know, you, you cleared that heart wall for me, mm-hmm. and that really works. Because, she said, about two weeks after I was here, I found out that my childhood sweetheart has been living right around the corner from me for almost eight years. And we're dating, and we're in love. And I think he's going to ask me to marry him. And I thought, wow, what a, what a huge shift. This is the kind of thing that people are seeing all over the world now with the emotion code, because when that wall is taken down, and think of this. Uh, 93% of people have this phenomenon going on, this heart yeah. wall phenomenon. I believe that. I, um, I see that
0: in my practice as well. Yeah, this is that's amazing. So one thing I want to get to because it's so fascinating that you're, you're a fan of is, and I first learned about it from Dr. Sinatra 12 years ago. It's called Earthing. Share with the listeners. It's fascinating on, on how that can eliminate some negative energy and reduce stress.
1: Well, absolutely. I mean, if you think about our ancestors, uh, they walked around barefoot or maybe in moccasins. And the thing about that is, uh, the the earth has uh, an energy field of its own. And now we live in an environment where we drive around in cars with rubber tires that insulates us from the earth. We wear shoes that insulate us from the earth. Right. Uh, we live in houses that are insulated uh, from the earth, and so. What people are finding around the world is, is, is that if they actually just get out and walk around barefoot, uh, they are connecting to the Earth, and the energy field of the Earth, uh, the electrons from the Earth, that magnetic field, enters into the body and, uh, and has a balancing effect on the body. Now, there are companies in different places around the world who sell these kinds of products where you can actually – you can actually plug into uh, the grounding, um, the ground of your of any outlet in your house, and it can ground you. You can have a mat underneath your chair, for example. Like right now, I've got one. Uh, you can sleep on a grounded mat mm-hmm. uh, on your uh, <clears throat> that you can put on your bed. And there's lots of great side effects from this, and it has to do again with quantum physics and the. Uh, the balance of the electrical field and magnetic field in your body. So um, yeah, that's something if you've never heard of before, you should check it out. Uh, it's all over the web. Yeah, it's just fascinating. When, when, you-
0: when I'm having a stressful day, yeah. I'll just take my shoes off and walk in the grass. It's a, it's a Im- immediate. It's amazing. So people that are skeptic, just try it. What do you got to lose? So you take a little short walk in the backyard <laughs> yeah. and you'll be like, you know, there's something yeah. to this. I actually feel better. I'm less stressed. There really is yeah. some science behind Absolutely. it. Yeah. So that, that's amazing. Think about it, you
1: know, you take your shoes off and you walk along the beach for a while or you walk in the grass, and it uh, it definitely, it's definitely a healthy thing to do. Yeah, definitely. And now you can do it anywhere because of the technology. <clears throat> so true. Well,
0: fantastic, man. The time just flew by. I want to thank you for spending time with us today showing us how emotions influence our health and giving us some great little tidbits that we can use to get more information on Dr. Nelson's Emotion Code and for your free Emotion Code Starter Kit Visit EmotionCodeGift.com. Dr. Nelson will teach you how to free trapped emotions that are holding you back from enjoying maximal health and abundance in your life. That website, again, is EmotionCodeGift.com. And you can follow him on Facebook and Twitter at Dr. Bradley Nelson. From my daily Facebook and Twitter post, I'm at Dr. David Friedman. If you heard Dr. Nelson share something today that, hey, somebody you know really needs to hear and will benefit from, send them a link to this podcast. It's available to yourgoodhealthradio.com or radiomd.com and peruse our podcast library and share these segments with friends, family, and coworkers and on social media. Sharing is caring. This is too important to keep to yourself. You can also subscribe to future podcasts at iHeartRadio and iTunes. More to come. Stay tuned and stay well.